Okay, so this is the episode where we talk about how the People's Crusade killed all the Jews. Uh, interesting. Yeah, like really interesting. You know what? We're not talking about Hitler, by the way. No, actually, this was the first Holocaust. Yeah. It's regarded by the Jewish community as the first Holocaust. It makes sense. There's still like prayers and stuff mm-hmm. that are about this. Holy shit. Yeah. Crazy. And that was a little while ago. Just a couple thousand years. Yeah. So, Thank you. I checked my phone because yours vibrated. First, we have to figure out who were the Crusaders. Romans. <laughs> They're not Romans. The Roman Empire wasn't around anymore. Listen, man. Everybody thought they were Romans back in the day. Everyone tried to be the Romans. Yeah, that's why I said everyone thought they were the Romans. Um, Caroline had a dream where a lizard jumped on her face. Interesting. And it scared her more than those dreams where you're falling. I told her to go look up the face hugger scene from Alien. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, so there were two types of crusaders. Yes. There were knights. Uh-huh. Which you're going to find the description of them hilarious. Mm-hmm. And so, then there were peasants. Yeah, they were infantrymen and peasants. Um, like the infantry soldiers the peasants. Yeah. The knights weren't what we think of them today. I feel like they were fat as shit. As it was early knights. Uh-huh. And they had split responsibilities. Yeah. Half the time there were farmers <laughs> or whatever their yeah. uh, royal house needed. Uh-huh. Because they were they were nobility. Yes. But well, they like on weren't, the lower side. They of weren't nobility. really nobility. Like yeah. they were just soldiers that were also farmers that well, happened to be tied to a noble house. When we say farmers though, it's like they they, they made their people farm. Actually no. They farmed too? They did. Interesting. Because you know who were like, the workers in Ooh. noble houses? Ooh. The knights. Oh, yeah, but I mean, they had workers of their own. Well, yeah, everyone has workers of their own, dude. Yeah. It's the noble houses you're talking about. But they didn't fight for more than three months of the year. Mm-hmm. So, this isn't like the plate mail jousting knights you think of. Uh, were there ever any of those at some point? Yeah. At the peak of medieval society. And in the later crusades, you get more heavily armored knights. Yeah, but, but I mean, these were just dudes who had like open-faced conical helmets. Yeah, they had chainmail on. They wore jerkins, which I had to look it up. It's look. a sleeveless leather shirt that's used uh, for not like getting cut when you get slashed with a sword. Yeah, they had horses, and the interesting. This was the funny part to me. The equivalent price of a horse in the medieval era mm-hmm. was the price of a mortgage on a house today. Holy shit. Yeah. These guys were balling. Yeah. <laughs> and these guys usually like two or three horses. They get paid a lot for farming. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're farming wheat. <laughs> I must assume that too. Um, Is he farming some very precious product? Take a guess how big these knights were, or these horses were. <laughs> the knights, I don't know. The, the horses... knights were probably about like five, 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 six. They're probably some of the bigger horses we've seen. No. No, they're not. They're so about they're the, the size small of ponies. Ones. Yeah. It was one or the other. They're about the size of ponies, Yeah. Dude. So think about that. Yeah. There's just these knights, these mounted cavalry with heavy armor. They're laying siege to a castle on fucking ponies. Well, they probably didn't have that heavy armor. Okay. Not the first ones. The other ones could afford bigger horses. No, that was just the size of horses then. That's shitty. Right? Yeah. Like you'd think, like I'm paying a mortgage for this thing. I want something that's taller than me. <laughs> I mean, the Mongols did with it. The Mongols also had smaller horses. The Mongolian m- wild horses are still a thing. Then the knights? And they're smaller. No, they're the same size. Oh, okay. But they're still smaller than modern horses. No, no, no. I know that. But I mean, the Mongolians did with ponies, so everybody else can too. Yeah, the Mongolians are also a fucking huge outlier. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. They were shooting arrows from ponies. Nobody's done that before. I don't. I don't think that... The Mongols were paying mortgages for their horses because each Mongol had like seven to twelve. Yeah, well, not only that, I feel that like they just picked them up from the wild. They're probably like, "Ayo, horse, get over here." They, they, and the they horse was like, "Do that." I see you. <laughs> They're like, "I'm gonna tenderize some meat on you." <laughs> Could have beaten my meat on your legs. <laughs> I don't think that was real. It was what the sa- the meat under the saddle thing. Yeah, I don't think it was real. Here's the thing. Hmm. Here's what I'm pretty sure it was real. The places they went and... Actually, you know what I think your reasoning for this is? 
What? That's some shit you would do. So someone else has probably no, done that. No, 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 no. The places they went to, there wasn't that much wood, right? Okay. So how are you going to make a fire to cook your meat all the time? Arguably, there's other sources of combustion. Yes. But they're not... There's nothing reliable to make a fire. So what do you do? Just put your meat under the saddle. And what the fuck is that going to do? It's not going to cook your food. No, but it's going to tenderize it enough for you to be able to chew through it. And you're not going to eat raw meat, dude. People are cooking their shit at this time. Listen, man. They're Mongols, okay? They're huge outliers. Just because they're Mongols doesn't mean they were savages. Listen, we're not going to fucking... <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to okay, go... Okay, okay. I was about back. to go look it up. We'll do a thing about the Mongols another time. Yes. Because I really like their, <laughs> their society. Now, they were the cavalry force. Yeah. They had horses. They had... The peasants. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. The knights. The knights, yeah. They had horses. They had retinues. Yeah. The support staff. I talked about that last episode. Mm-hmm. Or two episodes ago. Um, and realistically, they were an experimental tactic. Or... They're basically special ops. <laughs> and that, that just means they were trying to see what they could do. Yeah. Because no one before, no generals really, mm-hmm. had used massed infantry yeah. with cavalry troops. Yeah. So generals like, what the fuck, dude? This is so sick. <laughs> They're like, holy shit, we have moving people. And the problem that they came into was you can run your cavalry up. Yeah. But it's way too fast for your infantry. So your infantry is going to be left basically defenseless yeah because your cavalry is already up fucking shit up over here yeah now there's a, a standout character um just to show you like how knights were trained and how early they would be getting into warfare yeah there was a guy named godfrey of bullion mm-hmm. he was an accomplished knight by 16 damn so this guy was training and probably already fighting by the time he was 13 or 14 yeah which means there's some like five foot two kid <laughs> Just running around the battlefield, just wrecking people. Yeah, but that's probably like a bunch of other five foot two kids too. Honestly, I want to know what the height of people was. Probably not very tall. I doubt like there's people over six foot. I feel like knights were on the taller side because they had more food. Probably, but I still don't think they're over like five no. nine. Probably not. Like it's like it's just kind of funny to me that you think of all these people like regular size today. Yeah. But really, they're just like 5'2", five 5'1". Five uh, unless it's like a Norwegian guy. <laughs> you imagine they bring Norwegian... They've been historically tall. Yeah, exactly. Which is weird. Can you imagine you bring a Norwegian over to like fight in the crusade? He just... They would probably record him as a giant. Yeah, exactly. Which is probably where tales of giants come from. Yeah. Just some dude. Some strongman dude like Hathor Bjornsson. Seven feet tall. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that at some point some genetic freak made like seven or seven foot and a half. Yeah. Because like, that's a giant. Like, this dude who's eight foot eight. Where? It was like 1930s. Oh. He died at like 25. He, yeah, his, yeah. His body was incapable of keeping yeah, up with the, the height. Um, so do you want me to explain uh, infantrymen? Sure. Poor people with swords. If anything. If swords. They had a lot of the same weapons as knights. Oh, I see. Basically, everyone had the same weapons, just uh-huh. different levels of quality. <laughs> this is walking up with a wooden sword. <laughs> Knights got relatively high quality equipment because yeah. they could afford it. Yeah. Poor people, not, not so much. It almost sounds like the army. They took out loans for swords. They couldn't pay them back. That's rough. <laughs> That's just rough. Yeah. Now, the one thing that knights didn't use that infantrymen did, yeah. bows. Ah. Uh. This was arguably the most devastating tactic Which of was? the crusade. Just using bows as artillery. Oh. Um, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. There was a bunch of stories of knights uh-huh. who were dead. They're picking up off the battlefield. They just had like 20 or 30 arrows in them. Yeah. No, you, you fucking... It was barrages of that shit. Yeah. That's why. And some people use crossbows, but they're expensive and slow and... It's just... Not really effective. Yeah. They were... If you hit someone with it, they would die. Yes. For sure. And they were devastating. They would cut their knight's armor like nothing. Yeah. But the problem is... You can get one shot out and assign that a skilled archer get three or five. Yeah. So it's kind of just like a, what do you prefer? The Godfrey Bullion dude did these crossbows. Mm-hmm. And they were so devastating that the, the Pope Urban tried to get them banned. <laughs> Didn't happen. No, of course not. The, the Muslim leadership was like, you showed up on our doorstep with these things. 
what are you going to do? <laughs> you can't take them away from yourselves. Yeah. Um, and then the type of war that Europe was used to was way different than what a crusade would be. Realistically. Europe had like organized wars, right? Yes and no. They were organized. As in like short. As in they planned them out. They're like, okay, we're going to arrive there at this time, fight, and then it's over. Kind of, yeah. But basically it was just short skirmishes between knight or noble households. Yeah. So it wasn't like the king of Germany, King Henry, would show up and be like, you know what? I don't like France. Mm -hmm. Let's invade all of France. Yeah. While that happened, it was rare. Yeah, it was just, like, it was small skirmish, and, and, and it was usually for power, not so much for that. Yeah, and this is what caused so many castles to pop up in Europe, mm-hmm. because a noble house would have its main stronghold. Yeah. And they'd be like, okay, well, we have X amount of land. Yeah. We need X amount of different strongholds, castles to control that land. Yeah. And that became how wars were fought. Like, someone would be like, eh, fuck that guy. Let's lay siege to a stronghold. Yeah. And then it'd be like, oh, you got my stronghold. I guess you win this war. Yeah. Like, And then gunpowders. And then gunpowder <laughs> showed up. And that um, was bad. Protracted war, specifically like the Crusades. Yeah. Avoided at all costs. No one wanted to be in one. Mostly mm-hmm. because of the financial and uh, logistical resources. You yeah. Need. There was one thing that the Muslims weren't good at that basically everyone who fought in Europe was. It's a Rainbow Six Siege Warfare. (laughs) So just breaching and just screaming? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but they're all good at Siege Warfare. Yeah. They had early catapults, basically trebuchets, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I have it in here. They were immobile. Once you put them up, they couldn't be moved. Yeah. They'd have to be broken down. The the Muslim ones? No, the European ones. Oh. Muslims didn't have them, as far as I know. Oh, so so Europeans had bad ones, and then Muslims just didn't have any. Yeah, and a bad one is better than someone having nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, costly, like really expensive. I can understand how. And they were incredibly powerful, compared to nothing. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, compared to nothing, everything's powerful. Dude, I could have a rock, and it's OP compared to a nothing. fist. Yeah, exactly. Like, um. You ever play Rust? Yeah. <laughs> the descriptions of it are really sparse. Yeah. Like, no one knows what these things actually look like. No one recorded anything. But there's was... a bunch of sticks on the ground. Probably, yeah. Um, there was three names they went by, and they're all Roman names. So they're probably something like the Ballista. Yeah. But they're called Petrarias, Manganas, and Manganellas. Mm-hmm. The thing I don't like about this time is that nobody took notes. Well, everybody was too busy dying. Everyone was too busy not knowing how to read and write. That's... Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's why they didn't learn how to read and write, because they were dying. Yeah. And everyone was dying because they didn't know how to read or write. Arguably, yeah. They didn't know how to read a prescription. They couldn't get their medicine. I don't feel like there was much medicine going on back well, in the day. You know what? There's probably a good amount of it. You know, people used to pass down the robes, right? Wait, what? Like, in the medieval era, peasants... Used to wear the same shirt for three generations. Really? Yes. That's how bad it was. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Do you understand why the British have such bad food, <laughs> and the Italian yeah, just... and the Italian relies so much on like scraps of meat? Jesus, dude. Because there wasn't anything else they could eat. It wasn't like a delicacy like it is nowadays. They're just like, holy shit, dude. There's nothing else to eat. If you have one jack dude in your family, it's going to ruin that shirt for everyone yeah, else. Yeah, no, exactly. They used to just buy was going to be walking around with like a cloak. You know, people used to, sometimes they used to just wear shirts because they didn't have money to afford, to afford pants. Rest in peace. Side note, that's also how the uh, bird's nest soup started. <laughs> Bird's nest soup? You've never heard of bird's nest soup? No, I've never heard of bird's in, nest soup. In Asia, I think it's China. Go on. They take the bird's nest and they use it for soup. Really? Yeah, and it's super expensive and it's a delicacy. But you just a, you boil a bird's nest. Something like that. That's a delicacy. Yeah, but yeah. here's the thing: back in the day, <laughs> there wasn't anything else to eat. So which well, as far as I know, like all the delicacies today were poor people food way back then. Exactly. Like, like lobster, poor people food in the 1800s. People say tongue, and you're like, holy shit, that sounds bad. Nah, bro, that's um, that's all we was eating back in the day. So we're going to finish up with the leadership, then we're going to get into the people's crusade. Yeah. So Pope Urban targeted lower aristocracy because As, it created a domino effect. Yeah. If you can get a prince to join, 
you could like every, every oh shit everyone under him to serve yeah and one house was connected to another one and that house was connected mm-hmm. like seven other ones yeah so if you can get one to join you can get the other one to join that one can get seven to join the other seven you can get 32 to join like, yeah you know how it works now um I had the monarchs list listed down for this but I already talked about it yeah just to give you like a general idea of what was happening still uh huh um King Henry, yes, he was estranged by Pope Urban, or Pope Gregory the Seventh. Yes, what happened was when Pope Gregory was reforming everything, mm-hmm. he excommunicated King Henry uh, like seven times. <laughs> <laughs> why? Just why? Because he was trying to threaten people. Ah, uh, and King Henry was like, "Go fuck yourself, dude. No, no one cares." Yeah, and I told you about William Rufus. He was really struggling with controlling England, so he just gave the money. Yeah. And then the... And then Philip just... The Philip thing. <laughs> yeah, the Philip thing. The, the Philip debacle. Um, the international issue. So... <laughs> dude, I don't get how someone could think that was possible. How some, <laughs> dude, how some dude was just like... You know what? I'm going to marry an already married couple. That sounds like a really smart thing to do. <laughs> like nowadays, you, nowadays you can see how it, how it could happen. But like back in the day, you have to understand. Put this in context of back in the day, right? Everyone knew people couldn't even divorce. The like Ten Commandments of the Bible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the one thing they knew from. So birth. it's like the dude, like the Pope, has got to be sitting there, just like, what are you talking? Are you are you kidding me, dude? You know, it's like Rule Three. <laughs> We can't just change this for you and your terrible kingdom. I'm sorry you built your city like a snail because you suck at war. <laughs> Honestly, that's why we built it like a snail. He couldn't control it. He was just like, I'm just going to fucking leave it so messy. That no one wants to invade it again. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So this book uh-huh. and the information I gathered online, yeah. like totally different. Well, that's because a lot of the information that we have about medieval ages... In America, is just biased by like Christian values. Arguably, yeah. Ooh, that's a nice crack. That was a good one. I liked it. Yeah. ASMR spinal cracking. Oh, was it uh, audible? I don't think so. Yeah, interesting. Um, that's sad. Yeah, rest in peace. I mean, if I, I actually could hear it on the mic, I'd probably snap my spine in half. <laughs> <laughs> so this book right. goes into something different. It goes in the People's Crusade as a massacre. Yeah. Which makes everything sense. I learned about this. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, the massacre of the Jews is kind of a footnote. Yeah, this book is like, oh, this was fucked, dude. <laughs> this is the Jews. Yeah, makes sense. So I'm gonna read off the stuff that I got. That's not technically right. <laughs> what do you mean? So this is the stuff that like this is from American sources. Oh, I see. So the People's Crusade wasn't an, a sanctioned crusade. Mm-hmm. They were just people who wanted to fight. Yeah. And low-ranking knights. Mm-hmm. So they left to go fight, even before the main crusade was announced. Yeah. Like, before the, the date was set in, like, they, August. The, the, yeah, they had been trying to. The date was set in August, but the People's Crusade left in July. Mm-hmm. And they left... <laughs> Apparently, sources say... Yeah. Sources that a, say. a meteor shower happened, eclipses... Yeah. And a single comet within a short span of time. So everybody just took it as a single. Everyone just fucking busted a nut over it, dude. And it was like, oh, like, I, w- I would understand like, why. They're like, ooh, we have to go fight the Muslims. Yeah, that's... Ex- you know, if if a, several eclipses happen, a meteor shower and a single comet go by, you know what that means. <laughs> Honestly, if that happened today, I would be a little concerned. <laughs> yeah, it all happens like, in the same night. Like, we're having an eclipse... <laughs> A comet goes by, and then a whole shooting meteorite thing happens. They're like, are we, are we about to die? <laughs> Do we need a crusade? <laughs> is this happening? Just something in like the back of your head is like, do we? Do we need to start a crusade again? Why do? Why is my? Why is my head talking to me in Latin? <laughs> I don't why am I looking Latin. at the Bible all of a sudden? <laughs> why am I? Why am I wearing a cross? <laughs> why do I have plate armor on? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Who's this guy talking to me in Latin? <laughs> what? Why? Why is this this hermit crab <laughs> pulling up on me with fifty thousand people? <laughs> Are we killing Jews? <laughs> I guess we're killing Jews. That's right. So, basically, we're, this is going to be taken out of context someday. Oh, probably a lot. When the basics of this mm-hmm. is that the crusade has two groups: Peter yes. the Hermit and Walter Sansevoir. Uh huh. Now, forty thousand people yes. splits into twenty thousand. Uh huh. One goes down the Danube, the Danube River. Yeah. Whatever. They get to Zaman. It's a town in um, Hungary. Yeah. The other half walks because mm-hmm. they're dumb. Yes. And <laughs> well, they can't afford to uh, go to a river. No one could afford to go to the river, but they somehow got on the river. Here's the thing: they couldn't swim. You know what I don't understand? What? They had a bunch of swords. There was forty thousand people. I don't get why they couldn't have extorted their way onto the river. That's actually a really good question. <laughs> like, you would have thought... Like, hey, we have a holy order from God and 40,000 swords. How about you carry us down this river? It should have been, we have a holy order of God or 40,000 swords. <laughs> well, that was the thing. According to this book, Peter the Hermit carried around a letter that supposedly was from God. Which, one, 100% bullshit. <laughs> Two... <laughs> I'm wondering how... The logistics of this, like, if, if somebody asks you to explain the logistics of how you got a letter from God, what are you going to say? He said it fell from heaven. He just said it fell out of the sky. He's, he's on the first floor. <laughs> the fucking letter comes down from the second one. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, God has sent me a card. And apparently it was, like, sealed with the cross and all that shit. And I was like, fuck off, dude. Yeah, sure. The guy, the guy didn't take showers. He didn't bathe. I'm not, you're not getting a letter that from That sounds God. like hermit okay. crab. Yeah, he really is a hermit crab. So they meet up in Zaman. Uh, some shit happens there. About 10,000 people die. <laughs> from, like, their own swords? <laughs> they fight. Uh-huh. So some guy yeah. got an argument with another dude uh-huh. over shoes, I wait, think. Wait, 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 wait. 10,000 people died? It just hit me that that's a very large number of that's people. That's a fourth of that crusade. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck Actually, happened? Actually, no, it's different. So... I confused it two times. Okay. So, what happened first Mm -hmm. was two guys got in an argument over the price of shoes. Yes. Uh, The Crusaders killed about 4,000 people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's kill a whole country because of this. Then. Because that's a country back in the day. And Yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely. And then, they head down. Because now they're being chased by people. Because, you know, you just killed 4,000 people. The other 4,000 are coming. (laughs) Yeah. So they head down to Constantinople. Yeah. On the way, they get in a fight with some uh, commander from the city of Nice. Uh-huh. He kills 10,000 people. <laughs> Immediately. Just... Yeah, he, he is not fucking around. Yeah. They get escorted by the Byzantines. <laughs> After they lose one fourth and, of their army. Uh, the Byzantine emperor is like, people don't know uh-huh. if he let them go and didn't tell them, uh-huh. or if he told them not to go and they didn't listen to him. Oh. But, uh... Everyone dies fighting the, the Muslims. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Because the Turks sad. had a really well-organized army. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we're on a mission from God. We can fight them. Didn't work out that way. <laughs> Everyone dies. How, how large was the Turk army? Not that large. Uh, from what I remember, it was about the same size. But... It was 40,000, like 30,000 casualties to like 10. <laughs> 10,000 or just 10? No, like just 10. Jesus Christ. All the sources say is like relatively minimal. <laughs> no, I don't understand how that happened. Did y'all just get mowed down by arrows? Probably, yeah. In my mind, I'm picturing this. Hmm. The, the crusade guys are rolling up right in there. They're feeling it. And just some arrows come down, and that's it. That's the end of it. You know how most medieval wars worked? How? Most people died in the route. Hunger <laughs> and shit. No, 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 not even that. Then? So once the lines broke, yeah. and people start to run, yeah. that's when most people die. Okay. Because people sense. run up behind you and stab you. Yeah. Like, according to this, this cover here, Yeah. they look like they got routed. Yes. Homeboy stabs them. He's upset about that. Yeah, obviously. And people are just chilling in the in the castle. Yeah. Right, because he's like, Real, bro, why'd you have to stab me? <laughs> so, so the tracers had people behind him. And they didn't Basically, yeah. yeah. 
That's as, as far as I know. Now, that's probably all fake. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we just made all this up. According to the book. Uh-huh. I'm going to bust out the People's Crusade. As far as we know, there was only Peter the Hermit. But the likelihood is there was like 30 guys like him. With 40,000 people behind him? No, just like nah, 40,000 40, liters. Yeah. With 40,000 people. That's, yeah. <laughs> so that's like, a lot. Yeah, it's a whole lot of people. There's probably like 20 or 30 people similar to him uh-huh. that also were as good at talking as him. He was apparently an exceptional speaker. But I don't understand how. I don't know either. Apparently he was illiterate. <laughs> Great. Um, so how do you read the... <laughs> no one knows. It's um, like I got a letter from God saying I don't know what here. People think that he had, like, some education, yeah. not a lot. So, like, he could read, like, A and B and C. He couldn't read D, E, and F. He was like, A letter. No I idea. A letter. Yeah. It's just the Blue's Clues thing. <laughs> we just got a letter. I wonder oh who it's God. from. Stop. Oh, it's from God, and I have to crusade. Um, <laughs> That'd be, I'd watch that. So, the problem with this is that Historians can't figure out the difference mm-hmm. between the People's Crusade and the regular crusade because really they're all preaching the same message. Yeah. So But but it makes sense that one was considered the People's Crusade because it wasn't really it wasn't really called for by the church. It kinda just happened. Kinda, yeah. I mean the crusade as a whole was called for, the People's Crusade was kind of just a side effect. Yeah. Now yeah. Peter the the hermit he was a really serious guy. Mm-hmm. He was also really skinny and short. Because he had no food. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And he spent a lot of time as a recluse. So he was just kind of by himself for a while. Yeah. Um, the problem is that the reason he was able to overcome and lead so many people mm-hmm. is because demagogues were a really common thing. Oh, I see. So... I have an example of a demagogue who was a filthy heretic that (laughs) (laughs) had his followers so mesmerized they ended up drinking his bath water as a holy elixir. God damn. Yeah. That's rough. Think about how, like, charismatic you'd have to be. I feel like you don't even have to be charismatic. You'd have to speak Latin. Yeah. And people are like, oh, it's clearly God. Yeah. Um, this is the chapter where they, they say that, uh, until the early 19th century, people believed Peter the, the Hermit had been responsible for all the stuff going on in the crusade. Uh-huh. Whoa, that's crazy. Now, the problem with that is that he started preaching after the Council of Claremont. Mm-hmm. There's some stories that, specifically here, before the Council of Claremont, he made a pilgrimage to the Holy Land yeah. of Jerusalem. And when he got there, he apparently witnessed horrendous oppression, all kinds of crimes going on. And he was so shocked that he took solace in the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. What does it feel like he made that up? And at this point, he decided, I'm, I'm really shook up. I'm in the most holy place in the entire Christian religion. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> and during this nap... Yeah. God comes to him. Gave him a letter. And tells him, uh, where's it at? Uh, let's see. He would receive from the patriarch letters of our mission with the seal of the Holy Cross, and you will hasten as quickly as possible to your journey to the land of your people. You will disclose the malicious acts and injustices inflicted on our people in holy place, and stir the hearts of the faithful to the cleansing of the holy places in Jerusalem. That's it. Sure. That's apparently what God told him. Yes. So, he says that a letter fell from heaven and that it had the seal of the cross on it mm-hmm. and that it was a letter from God. 100% what happened. Okay. Here's the personal reason why I think that's bullshit. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to uh, throw this out there. But God is all powerful, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't he just be like, Ayo, this is what you got to do. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. And then he could just be like, whenever he's preaching, 
Yeah. God could just be like, Ayo, this is my homie. I need you to do stuff for him. Uh, there's no evidence that Peter ever visited Jerusalem. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or that he was sanctioned by the Pope. <laughs> Great. Ever. So, no record of any of his preaching survives. Mm-hmm. As, as one would expect, right? We have an idea of people who are witnesses to him. What he did was he also used a lot of inflammatory speech that was mostly propaganda. Sim, along the similar lines of Pope Urban, uh, he was saying things like, oh, they're defiling the women, they're killing people, they're doing heinous acts. Everybody just uses women as a tool, man. It's so messed up. Honestly, yeah. Now, remember that Walter Sansevar guy? Yeah. So he left on May 21st. He, he was the earliest guy to leave. Mm-hmm. He was a knight. He had a bunch of people with him. Yeah. And the problem with this is that 40,000 people leaving before the crusade is actually ready. It's a huge problem for your strategy. <laughs> right? You yeah, think so? You, know, you think you want to get like, you know, the drop on the Muslims with your 100,000 people and your knights and mm-hmm. all your military logistics and going on. 40,000 people just running in blind, mostly illiterate and retarded. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense as to why they did that then. Because they were illiterate and retarded and, yeah. and dumb. Um, <laughs> like he changed that. <laughs> they were illiterate and retarded, Sam. That's what's up. Compared to people today. No, yeah. They 100%. would have no idea what's happening. You could show them a bird and they would think it was a fish. Yeah. Yeah. And then you could say you have a letter from God and take them on a crusade. <laughs> if it was underwater, <laughs> yes. Dude. I'm going to go back to the medieval ages with my time machine, and I'm just going to convince people I'm a witch with my cell phone. <laughs> and then you're going to get killed. You know how I'm not going to die? No. Oh. Because I'm going to bring a gun with me. No, you're <laughs> going to say God gave it to you. I'm going to, I'm going to bring two AA-12s with me and say God gave them to me. <laughs> and I will take on the entire crusade. <laughs> Honestly, I could see, just just take a 50 call. Just fuck it. You could probably take on the entire crusade. With one, like, fortified position today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Enough guns. I mean, enough Like, like if you put, like, 10 or 12 artillery pieces in there. Oh, no. Firing 24 hours a day. You'd have to, like, rotate them out at some point. Yeah, you have, like, three or four crews for each one. Yeah. Well, no, 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 like, they blow up. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you're firing half your artillery in the day and half the artillery at night, 24-7. Yeah. They'd probably leave before you even... <laughs> Um, oh just you know what just just put a claymore down the ground that's all you gotta do honestly it's probably is you know you just one really good explosive device one IED. anything just anything one ied and when they show up you're like yeah hey, you know that explosion that happened yeah god sent it <laughs> yeah. and he said you should god's, stop crusading that's god's way of saying go fuck yourself um so here's all the notes i have for the holocaust <laughs> uh, that's the first one yeah the original holocaust have there been more than two? Oh, no, I was just thinking about it. Cause the other day I was at the store. Mm-hmm. And this was after we decided to start talking about the... the this thing. Crusades. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking to myself, and I was like, okay. Why do I feel like I've heard this before? <laughs> and then it hit me that the Holocaust was, was like this, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wait a minute. This was the first Holocaust. See? Logic. <laughs> So it, it makes no sense as to what I said, but in my mind, it, in my mind, it was interesting. So religious pogroms began in December of 1095. Ooh, what? Religious pogroms, oh. purges. Yeah. Began in December 1095. Yeah. So this was a year before the crusade was even announced. <laughs> the, the crusade was long overdue at that point. <laughs> yeah, they were, people were just really hated the Jews, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, I'm telling you, man, it's been a thing. So. Wait a minute. This was the first out of three holocausts. What's the third one? The second one. Is the Hitler Holocaust? No. Okay, then what is it? It's the plague holocaust. Plague? What the fuck are you talking about? A lot about? of Jews got killed during the plague. That's not a, a holocaust. No, 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 done no, no, by no, no, people. no, no, no. Like people burned them alive. Okay, that's a different situation. Yeah. Because okay. they thought it was the Jewish, the Jews' fault for lending money. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you talking? 
Because you know how in the Bible, you're not supposed to lend yeah, money? Yeah, Jews are the only ones who can lend money. Yeah, okay. So the church was like, wait a minute. This is a punishment from God. And the Jewish are the ones lending money. It's always the church who's starting this shit. It, it really <laughs> is, dude. So do you want to hear about the first Holocaust? Yeah, because I already talked about the second so, one. So French Jews in Rouen warn their homies in Germany. They're like, hey, yo, get the fuck out of here. The Crusaders are not good. Yeah. And a lot of them did. They went to... um. The Please tell me they didn't go east. No, they didn't. Oh, good. They went to the bishop in... Um, I'm looking for the city. Where is it at? There was a bishop in Germany who was protecting Jews. Oh. I think he was Spence. Oh, that's ironic. <laughs> God, it really is. <laughs> um, oh, Speyer. That's where it is. The bishop Shit. of Speyer. Jesus, stop dropping things. I only dropped one thing. So there was two attacks at Worms and Mainz. There was a city called Worms. Okay, I was I was wondering, was that a worm attack or no? Um For a long time, historians believed that it was just mobs of people who were like, hey, those are Jews. Yeah. Um <laughs> As you do We should kill them. Yeah. But really, the People's Crusade was led by knights. Uh, and small groups of knights would lead large groups of people. I see. So, arguably, what had happened was mm -hmm. they were on crusade, and they were like, well, you know, the message of the crusade is uh, to purge the enemies of God. Jews aren't Christian. Mm -hmm. While we're here, we might as well do some, uh, some cleaning. Which is exactly what I'm telling you about. The Pope didn't say it out loud. Yeah. But he sort of meant it. And here's a quote from a Jewish eyewitness. <laughs> Dude, You're I got, fucking with me, right? <laughs> no, I got eyewitness reports. Because um, <laughs> he's saying that as if, as if it happened last Saturday. Yeah, it did happen last Saturday. <laughs> it's like, yeah, my friend, he saw it happen. So it says, um, His people had been abused by both princes and common folk who placed an evil sign upon their garments, a cross and helmets on their heads. Rough. Yeah, that sounds rough. That does not do too good a PR for... <laughs> See, it's, it, it, well, it's not funny, but it's fucked, though, because it's, it's uh, quite literally what the Crusaders said that the other people were doing to the Christians. The Christians were doing it to everyone else. Yeah. It's almost like propaganda is powerful. Um, <laughs> even though it was mostly the first wave of Crusaders that were responsible for the purges, mm -hmm. it wasn't just them. The second wave, most notably Godfrey of Bullion... The knight who was so accomplished at 16 and used a crossbow in battle extorted 500 silver pieces from the Jews of Mainz in Cologne, and he said he would protect them, didn't protect them. <sighs> now, I don't know how much a silver piece is worth. What do you mean? Because he got 500 silver pieces. Oh, okay. From all the Jews in those yeah. towns. But then, like, nobody has any idea. there was a guy later in the book who had to raise 1,300 gold coins or mm -hmm. silver pieces to buy a castle. So what the fuck is a piece? Like what? So this guy basically had gotten half the price of a castle in exchange for services he never rendered. <laughs> Great. You right? know what was my favorite part about this? What? Is even during the time, Christian contemporaries were like, why are you guys doing this? <laughs> One of them even noted, I know not whether by a judgment of the Lord or by some error of mine, they rose in the spirit of cruelty against the Jewish people, scattered throughout these cities and slaughtered them without mercy, asserting it to be the beginning of their expedition to Jerusalem and their duty against the enemies of the Christian faith. What the fuck? A lot of it is attributed to the fact that when Pope Urban made the speech at Claremont, Mm-hmm. He opened a Pandora's box using racism as a strategy. It was bound to be misinterpreted. And what's kind of agreed upon here is that when he opened that box yeah. using racial discrimination, yeah. people kind of took that with creative license. Oh, because that's what I'm telling you. Bound to misinterpret it. To be misinterpreted. And there's another dude uh -huh. who... uh. He's a real asshole. Yeah. His name is Emiko of Lenningen. 
Yeah. Lanigan. Yeah. I don't know. How do you pronounce he, that? There's no way you're going to pronounce it right. He proclaimed himself the self-styled champion of the Holocaust. <sighs> okay. I don't know if he really proclaimed himself. That's what he described as. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he proclaimed himself. So, him and his homies, uh-huh. his band of about a few hundred or a few thousand people, yeah. were uh, forcing Jews to convert, which is illegal against papal law. Mm-hmm. They were killing them, obviously. Yeah. And <laughs> a lot of bishops in these regions uh, just turned a blind eye to it. As you know, it makes sense. Yeah. Now, this stuff was confirmed by um, a historian, a Christian historian named Albert of Aachen mm-hmm. in the 12th century. He, he was able to confirm all this stuff. And the city of Worms on the 18th of May, 1096, was uh, totally fucked up. Yeah. And there's a quote here. They took a trampled corpse of theirs, mm-hmm. dead body, from their previous attack. Yeah. Which they had buried 30 days previously. <laughs> what the fuck? And carried it through the city, saying, Behold what the Jews have done to our comrade. They took a Gentile and boiled him in water. Then they poured the water into our wells in order to kill us. Boy. Didn't happen. Of but, course it didn't happen. You know. Yeah, we'll make some yeah. some shit up to yeah. get our job done. The only people who were spared in this massacre were people who accepted forced conversion. <laughs> and... They were supposed to be protecting Jews in the the uh, keep of the bishop, mm-hmm. but uh, Amico and his homies laid siege yeah. to that castle. And then they just all went to hell. And uh, they got in, and they fucked everyone up. Yeah, makes sense. Now, there's so a description of a Jew being killed. They put a rope around his neck and dragged him throughout the entire city. Through the mud of the streets, up to the place of their idolatry, his soul was still bound up in his body. They said to him, you may still be saved. Do you wish to convert? He signaled with his finger, for he was unable to utter a word with his mouth, for he had been strangled, saying, cut off my head, and they severed his neck. So, on the second reading, I'm assuming he was just telling them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Because he signaled with his finger. Yeah. Uh, two, that dude is a bad motherfucker. He really is. Because... <laughs> well, I mean, at, at that point, you've you, you gone through so much, right? You're like, You're like fuck, fuck it, this. man. Yeah. Wu-Tang. Exactly. And that's where the Wu-Tang Clan comes from. He, well, I don't know, because he didn't protect his neck. Oh, fuck, you're right. He didn't <laughs> protect his neck. Damn. Exactly. So, after hearing this, entire Jewish families committed suicide. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This guy was just so fucked. <laughs> that he was doing things that caused entire Jewish families to commit suicide. Sidon, I think my ankle's still sprained. That's not good. It's not. Fucking hurts. Anyway. So, later Jewish on, people. Yeah. Habit of rough. On the 20th of May, and they started on the 18th, the entire Jewish population of Mainz had been eradicated. Jesus Christ, dude. Or of Worms had been eradicated. That was rough. No, it's a squirrel. Squirrel? Yeah. Why am I like a dog? He's <laughs> a squirrel. That's a squirrel. He's right there, dude. He's just running around the backyard. Yeah. Uh, on the 25th of May, Amico and his, his uh, band turned their sights upon Mainz. Did they kill them too? Uh, the Jewish population tried to take refuge with Albert of Aachen, mm-hmm. the dude who recorded all this information. Uh, he got them to pay an incredible amount of money. Yeah. Which means, even for a historian, he is quite biased. Uh-huh. And when... Amico got into the castle. He didn't do shit to protect them. That's rough. So, um, the first wave of this band uh-huh. was killing efficiently. The second wave, yeah, he'd finished about this time. You know, mm-hmm. he realized that it was August, and he was about to reach uh, Constantinople. He was close. Mm-hmm. He was getting close. Or well, they're heading out to the Crusade because he's yeah. still in Germany, and. They laid siege to the town of Weisselberg for three weeks. As one does. The town didn't want to let them in because they knew. Yeah. They're like, we're not going to fucking let you in. You're yeah. going to kill everyone. So just... And uh, even though they were pretty good at siege warfare, yeah. they failed. And the king of Hungary mm-hmm. showed up. Oh, shit. And he fucked them up. <laughs> the, the crusaders, yes? Yeah. Yeah. 
and they got routed. Everyone who survived ran back to um, Western Europe. Should have turned Jewish. They should have, right? Yeah. Um, they should have turned them Jews. Emiko, mm-hmm. the dude who's playing up all hard and shit. Yeah. He fled back to Germany immediately. Says, you know, he was a bitch. Exactly. Um, some of his followers, Drogo of Nacelle. Mm-hmm. Some Game of Thrones shit. I hope yeah, you know. yeah. All these names, dude. Fucking crazy. Thomas of Marl and William the Carpenter. Went back to Italy. <laughs> William the Carpenter. Yeah, just this dude who was out there committing atrocities, and it was William the Carpenter. Um, <laughs> Everybody's like, got fancy names from this place and the other place. A.O. McCarpenter B. Yeah. Um, they went back to Italy, and they hooked up the crusade again. And they went back. Yeah. To kill my Jews. Those guys were real hardcore about their job. They loved killing Jews, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Now, Walter Sansevar, yeah, he didn't have any issues. He what got you? he got back to uh, what was it? He got back to Constantinople pretty easily, mainly because he probably wasn't doing a lot of Jew killing. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. Well, there um, wasn't there wasn't any more Jews to kill. Peter the Hermit and Walter Sansevar were involved in a little bit of of the purges. Yeah, but they weren't. Yeah. Nowhere near as bad as Amico. Well, there wasn't that many Jews to go after them. They were around there at the same time. Oh, interesting. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah. So I feel like what this was, was Amico just was already anti-Semitic. Yeah. No, 100%. He, he was like, this is my chance. There's no way to kill that many Jews and you're not This is my chance. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's kind of unknown how many Jews were killed in total. Some Estimate? people say 4,000. Sounds the wrong. range is probably a lot higher than that. If because forty, I don't think it's forty thousand. Yeah, but I think it, it it's around there. Yeah, because if entire Jewish families were killing themselves, and this wasn't even yeah in the area, this is people who are hundreds of miles away. Exactly, it, we can't count all that. Yeah, so I think it was a huge. But but I mean, accounting for like the world population back in the day, that's a huge percentage. Yeah, it was probably even if it was forty thousand. It's a lot of people. Yeah. And arguably, if you scaled it compared to the Holocaust in the 40s. It's because 4% of the people in the world fucking died. So if you did the relative scale compared to the Holocaust of 1945 or World War II, I wonder how much of a percentage that would be. I'm going to do the math right now. i got to find out how many people there were in the... Eh, we don't need to. We're at 46 minutes. 47. Okay. I'm still going to find out how many people there were. All right, so this episode of the Opinion Over the Podcast will be coming to a close. The next episode about the Crusade will be the early Crusade. That's going to be when the actual non-anti-Semitic, mostly, Crusaders got to Constantinople and then started fighting the Muslims to These get to Jerusalem. These fuckers are not telling me how many people there were. That's probably because we don't have any accurate numbers. Demographic history. So it tells me population decline, population growth. That's not what I need to know. So we'll see you on Thursday with our other episode of the Pinnacle I think podcast. I found it. What is it? There was a lot more people than I thought. How much? In the year 1000? Yeah. 56.4 European million. 56.4 million in Europe? Yep. It's a lot of people. That's a lot more people than I thought. Yeah, I'm honestly kind of agreeing with you right now. So there wasn't that many people in the... Yeah. In the... It was just some real zealous people. Yeah. Crazy shit. All right, so we will see you on Thursday. Next yes, week we will. have a podcast. Yeah.